you should die. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Anyway. This is your episode, not mine. Oh, we're doing mine first? I thought we were. Oh, I thought we were doing yours first. I, I don't mean, know. I can do mine first. I don't know why. Okay. We what's up, bitches? This is Sierra. We don't know what we're doing today. <laughs> and what's up, bitches? This is Morgan. And is anyone surprised? This is basically our normal. <laughs> and this is, is bitches, bitches and Murders. I don't know why we put such a weird connotation in murder. Murders. Murders. Murder. Anyway, and we do it every time. It's every, every single time. It was never a conversation. It I just don't happens. know that I'm capable of saying murder without putting like a weird connotation. Murder. On it. Murder. It's okay. I was trying to cash <laughs> someone out, or I was up at the cash register talking to my manager the other day, and I accidentally said dollar, Do- and I was like, I been watching some letter kenny i was like oh i need like three dollars and he was like is there a reason you're canadian <laughs> and i was like i i don't know what just happened you just have we been watching too much letter kenny i've even watched letter kenny in like a minute either oh is the God. sad part like i'm just like this wish you weren't so fucking awkward bud <laughs> <laughs> fucking furna dude <laughs> i can't even argue all right are you ready to talk about what we're going to talk about? No. <laughs> Neither am I. It's fine. Do I know what we're going to talk about? Yes. Eileen fucking Warnos. That's literally how it's written in my notes. <laughs> I lied. I take it back. I no longer. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's. I wish I was kidding, but the words that are in front of my face right now are Eileen fucking Warnos. <laughs> I. I'm pretty sure every time I've ever said her name in my head, I, I've put the fucking in the middle. <laughs> I'm just convinced it's her middle name at this point. Yeah, she is uh, some something. Yeah, are you ready for this roller coaster of a shit show? <laughs> no, but yes. Fantastic. So, you know how we do this. We start with their early life. She was born on February 29th, 1956 in Rochester, Michigan. I... <laughs> We're getting a little I, too close to home. But what I'm more stuck on is the fact that she was born on a leap day <laughs> in like a leap year. So that means she's what, like 10 years old? Yeah. Uh, mm, don't like it. <laughs> don't like it. Too close for comfort. Do not approve. Mm-mm. Do not like. So. Ready for the serial killer cocktail? <laughs> Those are my favorite. Yeah. So she never knew her father because he was incarcerated when she was born for schizophrenia and sexual assault of a child. <clears throat> Those were words. Yeah. Um, Those were words I did not like. <laughs> what was wrong with it? I kid you not. This is what my notes say. He committed suicide in prison by auto asphyxiation on January 30th, 1969. So he hung himself. Yeah. I don't know why I was so extra about that. It was necessary. But here we are. That's like really dismal though. Like that's a fucked up like way to start. Like I can't imagine being in that circumstance. Yeah. It gets not better. Oh. Yeah, you know, I didn't I didn't <laughs> I didn't expect it to, but uh so in January of 1960, her mom abandoned Eileen and her brother Keith and left them with her parents who were both alcoholics. There's no way that could go wrong. No. I can't think of a single way that could go wrong. But wait, there's more. I feel like Billy Mays. <laughs> wait, there's more. Uh, so by age 11, Eileen had started trading sex for cigarettes, drugs, and food. Uh, she was also having sex with her brother. I, I wish you could see my face right now. Yeah, I'm letting you process this in like increments because I still have three more bullet points. I don't... <sighs> <laughs> it's like I'm not surprised. <clears throat> no. Because she's fucking I don't even like I don't even know what word to like describe her. She's Fucked. just so much. <laughs> she's so Well, especially when you have a father who's got schizophrenia and a mother who's got lord who knows what diseases and It's like weird cuz I'm like not mm. surprised at all but also like what is happening and I just started. I'm right. not ready. Tell a little too Alabama in here. <laughs> a little too Bama for me. A little too Bama. Oh no. Huh. So Shelter- You're born in Michigan, dog. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Kentucky. <laughs> You're born. 
appreciate I love that you, subtle Kentucky. shot fire. A lot of my family lives down in Kentucky. So no, I know. Hopefully, no one. But you know who is this. from Alabama and lives in Kentucky. Oh, he's from ba- Oh, of course he's from Bama. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds about right. That's why I was like, oh, okay, so we're just gonna go with some subtle shots fired. Ten uh, out of ten. I'm so proud of you. Oh no. <laughs> So she also claimed that her grandfather was abusing her uh, and sexually assaulting her. That, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. Nobody's surprised Didn't you say they, he was an alcoholic as well? Both of them were. Yeah, both of the grandparents were alcoholics. Quality, quality, quality. Uh, so then in 1970, at 14 years old, she got pregnant after being raped by a friend of her grandfather's. Uh, she gave birth to a boy at a home for unwed mothers. He was placed up for adoption. Um, and then a couple months after her son was born, her grandma passed away and she dropped out of school. So, I feel like I've already forgiven her for all of the things that she has is going to do <laughs> because, like, she's there. There is. I'm sorry. There is no one. There is no human that would go through those things. Yeah. And like, come out, out okay. Piece, yeah. Like no one. I I don't fault anyone for not coming out of that a normal person. Like, mm-hmm. what? Well, and well, my brain like hurts already. <laughs> we'll eventually get to my theory on like how this all went down, but we'll get there. Uh, so then when she was 15, her grandpa kicked her out and she began, she began, she began, she began, <laughs> she, began. <laughs> she began prostituting in order to support herself. Kind of like again, because wasn't she doing that when she was like younger too? Yeah. Just like less for money and more for like stuff for, she yeah. wanted. Yeah. Huh. Now, we here we are at the crimes before the crimes, and let me tell you, this is a fucking hefty list. The, the, the I mean, she, she I was like prostituting by like thirteen, so I'm not like that surprised. Yeah, that there's a 11, long list of crimes. Eleven. She started trading sex for cigarettes. Mm, at eleven, don't like. I don't. Yeah, I don't like it either. Especially because I have a cousin who's eleven, so I'm just like picturing her, and I'm like, mm, no, nope, I think I think don't it's like it. Not, I think the worst <laughs> part is not so much that she was doing it because she was like a child. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like she didn't have like this real like thought process. You know what I mean? But the like p- if she was doing this, like there were people who were sleeping with her, and like mm-hmm. an eleven year old, like mm-hmm. what the fuck is wrong with you and mm-hmm. why are all of you not ran over by a bus yeah i was thinking <laughs> of like a lot of really bad things that i was trying to like temper myself because yeah. i was like don't say some real out-of-pocket shit so <laughs> don't, i was like don't say some real out-of-pocket shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh yeah no that's a really good point actually is that like, i didn't yeah I didn't yeah she's not gonna point. think of like doing that unless she had already been exposed to Mm, nope i hate it we're and moving on so, like <laughs> there was no way she initiated that like no 11 yeah. year old thinks of like trading sex for like something like that like they wouldn't think right. of that unless someone was like if you yeah, do this with me exposed. i will give you something and then she mm. just kind of like learned it from there i don't like it i don't like it i don't like it i don't like it <sighs> anyway crimes before the crimes oh man crimes before the crimes it's crimes before the crimes. a hefty list dude so we start with May 27th of 1974. She was arrested in Colorado for a DUI, disorderly contact, conduct. I know what words are. Conduct. <coughs> you know, it's just a disorderly duck who's conning you. <laughs> Why do I like this? My brain w- went for a weird <laughs> combination of w- Nicolas Cage <laughs> and Con Air, but also a duck. So... That's where my brain was at. <laughs> I'll take reasons why I'm single for 500, Alex. <laughs> anyway, DUI, disorderly conduct, and firing a 22 caliber pistol from a moving vehicle. <laughs> That's like a weirdly, <laughs> it's like a weirdly specific like thing to be charged for like I, it makes perfect sense like yeah. it is exactly what it says but it sounds really funny like yeah i was shooting a pistol out of a car <laughs> a 22 caliber a 22 caliber gotta get specific uh and then she was later charged with a failure to appear 
Yeah, that that sounds that sounds right. In 1976, she hitchhiked to Florida, where she met 69-year-old Louis Gratzfell. <laughs> That's a sex number. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why are you like this? How do I you don't have that. a girlfriend? I ask myself that every single day. <laughs> I think she asks herself that every Honestly, single day. I think she does. Uh, so Lewis was a yacht club president. Ho oh, ho. Oh, so like actually kind of. Yeah, this was why I had uh-huh. my existential crisis last night of like, why is yacht such a weird word? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yacht club. They got married very quickly. It was announced in the society pages. The society. <laughs> Uh, and then Eileen was arrested briefly for getting in a bar fight. And then a few weeks after they got married, he filed a restraining order against her after she hit him with his cane. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's domestic abuse is not very funny. Um, but I just. Yeah. Also, anyone who met her and was like, it's a good idea for me to get married to this person right, right? away. Kind of had it coming. I'm right. not going to lie. Like she. If you ever, there's actually a really good documentary that I probably should have looked the name up of before this, but I'm sure if you literally Google like Eileen Warno's documentary, it'll be one of the ones that pops up. But it's like they worked directly with her, obviously, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this woman is crazy. Like you can see her crazy from like a million miles oh, yeah. away. And like people in her life say like, she's always like this. She's always yeah. been like that. Like that is nothing new. So it's just like anyone who met her like if you watch any videos you'll yeah. understand like if you met you that see person, her on camera and you're like wow i feel really chaotic all of a sudden right and, and you decided you wanted to marry that person right away okay, like here's here's what? my thing this is 1976 if you'll remember she was born at 1956 so a 69 year old married a 20 year old and then you just expected that to like work out well for right him? like that <laughs> seems like a bad idea like you you fucked up my guy at least let them be like over 21 if you're gonna if you're gonna do the trophy wife thing at least let them be of legal drinking age because then there's like some sort of implied maturity yeah i agree some sort of implied aggressively like uh (laughs) i don't like it uh so after he filed the restraining order she returned to michigan and then on july 14th of the same year she was arrested and charged with assault and disturbing the peace for throwing a cue ball at a bartender's head <laughs> oh my god i mean i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna tell you a secret right now oh no, no is it a secret we're, not, we're recording a podcast <laughs> i'm gonna tell everyone a secret right now <laughs> uh every time i like play pool and like touch one of those like, like they're so throwable like <laughs> I've never thrown one, but every time I play pool and I'm near them, like I have an uncontrollable <laughs> urge to just chuck it as hard as possible. So like I get it a little bit. You just know, a little bit. But I get not it. at someone because I get that the would kill them. Thoughts thing. They're just, like, I can't tell you how many times the perfect I've been like weight. hiking and been like standing on the edge of a cliff and I'm like Yeet. If I just <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I get that in super intrusive thought where I'm like, if I just jump, I don't get me wrong. I'm not suicidal. I have never. Yeah, I'm like, not. I don't want to die. But, but you know, just, sometimes just standing on the edge of a cliff, you're like, do a backflip. <laughs> just like, what if I jumped? I feel that when I'm driving my car sometimes, too. You know, I'm like I could just drive into that tree right now. And I'm like, why would I do that? <laughs> right. I get that a lot. Like or it's it. even sometimes it's not even like I could like I like suicide wise. It's more like something could happen right now and I could smash into that tree and die. And I'm like, brain, why did I? I, I knew that. Have I ever told you why about you my super me? irrational fear that like scares me to my core? No, but mine is wet paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know it is. <laughs> well, wet paper. But anyways, continue. Sneezing while driving. Dude, so scary so scary i am convinced that if i sneeze while i drive i'm just gonna create like a 50 car pileup. i don't care if i'm on a back road by myself there's magically just going to be 50 cars behind me i uh this got really off topic 
Uh, I have an irrational fear, just a very quick one. Um, I have an irrational fear of like there being a big spider in my car while I'm driving because that happened to me one time mm-hmm. and a very large boy dropped <gasps> right in my lap. <laughs> very large boy. <laughs> and it was horrific. I was literally driving with like, I was like completely out of the seat, <laughs> like several, like a foot at least. And, like, trying to steer, like, <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. For the longest time, there was a, a shoe print on my uh, windshield because <laughs> I was driving home from work. I It was when I was working the overnight shift, so it was, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. I was driving home from work, and I'm, like, stopped because there's a train, and I was on the phone with my friend because she was keeping me awake while I was driving, and I just look, and there's a big old boy just coming down from my rear view mirror and i was nope. like mm-hmm. don't like that don't like that and she was like what happened I'm like, there's a spider and she's like oh i don't like that i'm like yeah uh it's a good thing there's a train and i'm stopped because i would have crashed my car and she's like that's valid so i took my shoe off and i smashed it against the windshield <laughs> for the longest time there was just a shoe print oh yeah i would have just left that too i uh, would not have taken that off well yeah you gotta leave the remains like other spiders ye be warned <laughs> okay okay We're okay pirate household anyway she threw a cue ball at a bartender's head <laughs> he probably did not deserve it no probably knowing not. her he did not deserve it <laughs> he probably just looked at her the wrong way and she was like motherfucker <laughs> i very much believe that Mm -hmm. and that brings us to may 20th of 1981 she was arrested in edgewater florida for armed robbery of a convenience store for a whole 35 dollars and two packs of cigarettes (laughs) you didn't you're not even gonna take more than two (laughs) (laughs) like 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 shove a bunch in your pot like at least take like four robbery armed you armed robbery Shut up. It's a verb now. I was trying to gloss over that. <laughs> but you were armed. For what? For $35 and two packs of cigarettes? Dude, a lot of people who rob convenience stores. I don't know why people keep robbing convenience stores because it's like the most you're ever going to get is maybe like a 200 bucks. Right, like, like pocket change. Yeah, like most of those people, like they have safes. They c- empty their drawers constantly. Like, most of them, literally, you don't even have more than $50 in the drawer. Yeah. So, like, what's the fucking point? Stop it. Stop trying to rob convenience stores. You're just being an asshole at that point. <sighs> and now we're to May 1st of 1984. Did I mention this is a long rap sheet? Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's pretty lengthy. Yeah. Uh, on May 1st of 1984, she was arrested for attempting to pass forged checks at a bank in Key West. I'm surprised it took so long for her to get there. Right? <laughs> And then January 4th of 1986, we're arrested in Miami. Well, she's yeah. like all over the place. Yeah. We're arrested in Miami and charged with car theft, resisting arrest, and obstructing justice because she had provided false identification. You know, I appreciate her travel. Um, I don't think anyone else does, though. <laughs> uh, June 2nd of 1986, we are detained and questioned. After she was accused of holding a man at gunpoint for two hundred dollars. Yeah, that that yep checks out. Yeah, yeah, that checks out. And then last but certainly not least, on July fourth of nineteen eighty seven, why do I sound like a game show host? <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong though. You kind of uh, did. What just <laughs> happened? I don't know what like demon just took over my body for a second. Me every time I answer the phone at work. Like, I don't know that bitch. I don't know that bitch. <laughs> We're not friends. <laughs> I okay. You know what? Let's let's make this a short segment before we get into the real murdery bits. Actually, let me finish this crime, and then we'll get into the murdery bits. But after a brief intermission. Okay. Absolutely. So July fourth, nineteen eighty-seven, we're detained for accusation of assault and battery with a beer bottle. <laughs> I appreciate that. That that takes balls. Yeah. And then our brief intermission. So, yeah, uh, that was a whole conversation that my friends and I had the other day was, like, our our work voices and how, like, I don't know that bitch. Because here's my voice. Here's my regular voice, right? And then when I answer the phone, thank you for holding. This is Sierra in the emergency department. How can I help you? Who is that bitch? I don't, I don't know, know her. her. <laughs> I fucking, uh, <laughs> I was talking to my manager because uh, she was, like, back in reception 
and we were talking about like customers like being rude mm-hmm. and i was like honestly like people hate answering the phones but i was like i feel like everyone is so nice to me like even when they're complaining like most people aren't really like mean to me because your customer uh, service voice is so pleasant and jackie was like yeah because like you're so so nice like d- it deters people from yeah. yelling at you because they're you're, like i would instantly be the biggest asshole in the world your customer be- service voice does not sound the way that you look oh not at all and so like you answer the phone and they're trying to yell at somebody but instead they get like a fucking Welcome five foot five. No- how can i help you yeah they get a five foot nothing <laughs> tiffany who's got like bleach blonde hair and is holding a starbucks yeah i don't know why she's so breathy either <laughs> she really is she's like welcome to thrive how can i help you yeah, who are you <laughs> oh i'm so sorry to hear that that happened uh what can we do to fix this for you see that's tiffany nobody's gonna yell at tiffany <laughs> can't yell at tiffany tiffany's like five foot nothing morgan also- morgan you can yell as she's five foot eleven of we'll kick your fucking ass <laughs> but you can't yell at tiffany <laughs> i don't know why she just I've- wants to help you <laughs> i don't know why i've <laughs> named your alter ego tiffany yeah, sometimes I just say names to people on the phone. <laughs> uh, are you ready for the murdery bits? Yes, I love the murder. murdery bi- I take that. I'm taking it back before <laughs> it even came out of my mouth. <laughs> so, nope. murders. She Murder. killed seven men in the span of a year. I don't know what weird accent just came out of my body, but you- <laughs> you're clapping. That's impressive. That's that's like a that's a lot. Yeah. To not get caught. I'll give it to her. She's not that bright. She re- got away with this. Yeah, I was like she's well, re- well sorta. For a little for, for a, a little bit. 12 months. She knocked out seven men. <laughs> that's impressive though. Yeah. So, first we start with Richard Charles Mallory. That's a name. That is a name. <sighs> he was 51 and on November 30th of 1989, he became the first victim. Uh, which is fine, because he actually had a history as a convicted rapist, so I'm not mad at it. Mm, yeah, don't like that. Uh, Eileen claimed that she was sodomized and brutally beaten by him, and on December 13th, his body was found. He had been shot several times, but the two bullets to his left lung were determined to be the cause of death. I don't know why I phrased it like that, but you know, here we are. The bullets to his left lung. Yeah, apparently I was feeling dramatic last night. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds about right. You know, yeah, that checks out. (laughs) Next, we have David Andrew Spears, who was 47. He was declared missing on May 19th of 1990. And on June 1st of the same year, his naked body was found along U.S. Route 19 in Citrus County. He had been shot six times by a twenty-two caliber. I like the overkill here. <laughs> like, she's like, no, I can't. One yeah. gunshot, two nah. gunshots. She's like, <laughs> going in. But it also, you can, it, you, you can tell that she's, like, doing it in a fit of passion. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you're just executing someone, yeah, you would just shoot them once, maybe twice to make sure that they're dead. Like, yeah. unloading, a cl- like, half a clip or a whole clip, depending on what kind of gun she's using, like, yeah. you're pretty pissed off. Yeah. Well, and, uh, which yeah. checks out that was her story the whole time too is that she would kind of like lure these men because remember she's a prostitute so she would like hitchhike and then like get picked up and then they would try to get sexual with her and then they, she'd be like bam 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 dead which is also just like that was really dramatic i don't know why I'm like- anyway so next we have charles edmund mm, carskadon you're welcome. Carskaden? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, that's the first and last I'm going to try with that last name. That's fair. That is totally fair. <sighs> he was 40. He went missing on May 31st of 1990, found on June 6th of the same year in Pasco County. He had been shot nine times with a 20 cal. Uh, his body had been wrapped in an electric blanket. So she's like escalating yeah. too. Because the first was shot, what, three, two? Uh. I don't remember how many times he was shot, but the two to his left lung were, were what, what killed him. him. Then the next one was six times. This one is now nine times. Yeah, I'm not surprised that they all happen within a year or two. Like, that sounds like a very rapid yeah. escalation. 
Uh, Peter Abram Seams was 65. He went missing June night or June of 1990. Uh, he left Jupiter, Florida, to head to Arkansas. I did not know there was a Jupiter, Florida. Yes, I love that. <laughs> On July 4th of 1990, his car was found in Orange Springs, Florida, and Eileen's palm print was found on the interior door handle, but his body was never discovered. She didn't wipe it down. <laughs> wipe it down. Come on. Yeah. Come on. You know, she's kind of <laughs> Troy Eugene Burress was 50, missing on July 31st of 1990. On August 4th, his body was found in a wooded area along SR-19 in Marion County. He had been shot twice. That's weird. I really wonder what she did to the one The one guy. body that was never it's found. He, it's really weird. Like, it's not very common for someone to escalate and then de-escalate mm-hmm. like normally they just escalate 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 then they get caught right because they start making f- like stupid mistakes like the palm print thing right but like this seems weird to be like ramping up and then like slide back like, de-escalate yeah though i guess if you got like caught or like maybe you fired off two and then you heard someone coming mm-hmm. or something and had to like get the fuck out of there yeah. that would make sense or something like that okay Next, we have Charles Richard Humphrey. That was a name. Uh, He was 56. He went missing September 11th of 1990. His body was discovered September 12th, found in Marion County. He was fully clothed and had been shot six times in the head and torso. Wait, so the guy before him, when was he killed? Mm, He went missing July 31st. His body was found August 4th. Yeah, that's weird, too. Anyways, okay, sorry. I had a theory, but then it didn't. Because <laughs> normally, like, okay, so say, like, you killed someone and, He's like, you had to leave early and, like, you didn't get to do all of the things that you would, like, normally do. A lot of times they'll kill again quicker mm-hmm. because they didn't, like, get satisfied, obviously, mm-hmm. by, like, what they just did. But then she didn't really do that because there was, yeah. like, a decent amount of time in between. And then last but certainly not least, we have Walter Gino Antonio. That, yeah, that took me a second. <laughs> yeah, I was like that. It just doesn't. It, it doesn't flow. Yeah. All right. He was sixty-two. Uh, we don't have a date that he went missing, but his body was discovered November nineteenth of nineteen ninety. He was nearly naked and found near a remote logging road in Dixie County. He had been shot four times. Jeez, in all <laughs> all of these were in Florida, right? Okay, that's what I thought. Why is it so appropriate that someone born in Michigan went on a murder spree in Florida? (laughs) Florida is just an upside down Michigan. It It really really is. (laughs) Ah. So now we're to the fun stuff. Not not the fun stuff, but, you know. Her arrest. The non-murdery bits. Yeah, the non-murdery bits. All the bits where you're like, well, this is fun. So... On January 9th of 1991, she was arrested on an outstanding warrant um, at the Last Resort, which is a biker bar in Volusa County. Uh, it's a cool name. <laughs> Volusa? No, uh, the, last the Last Resort. Resort. It's a biker bar. I like it. Like, it's, you look at it and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, you can't walk in there if you're not wearing leather. <laughs> <laughs> No offense to anybody who frequents the last resort, but like y'all know what you are. You know. You you, you know. know. And you, it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's a good thing. Oh, that's the last resort. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 See what I mean? If I tried to walk in there, they would just tell me to leave. Right. Well, well, you got I guess it depends tattoos. on how I was dressed. I think if you wore like a black crop top and like like a leather vest. Yeah. Just you got to show off all the tattoos. That's going to be your selling point because nobody's going to believe that you're a biker, but they're going to believe that you're dating a biker. (laughs) Cece told me I'm banned from buying a motorcycle because I would kill myself on it. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I want Uh, one though. (laughs) Yeah, that's it's a bar. It's a it's a biker bar. (sighs) Uh, Then the next day, so January 10th. And I promise there's going to be a reason why I'm mentioning this. Uh, her friend, uh, I don't remember her first name, but her, and her last name's Moore. Uh, she was picked up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Ah! Sorry. 
I love The Office. I wish you guys could see the aggressive eye roll that happened. Anyways, continue. Yeah. Um, and they picked her up because they knew, like, they had a history, and they're like, "Oh, if like her buddy calls, she can get her to confess to some shit," which makes perfect sense, right? Uh, so Moore went to Florida with the police. Um, and she was put up in a motel and then was allowed to make numerous phone calls to Warnos. Um, and as like under the guise of like pleading to help her clear her name, cause she was kind of like making it sound like, Oh, I'm going down for these things that you did. And like, that's really shitty. Like just admit that you did them. Right. Which makes sense. Yeah. I mean, if that happened to me in real life, like I got blamed for something my friend did, I would also call them just in general and be like, Yeah. Uh, like if I'm, I'm not a going down spree for this. and you got blamed for it, you'd be like, "Bitch!" Yeah, I'd be like, "Absolutely not! Do not bring me into this." <laughs> Let's be real. If either of us goes on a killing spree, the other is gonna be an accomplice. It just, you know, we've got that ride or die friendship. <laughs> I saw it. This super side note. Uh, we were watching something. How and they were specific. like, me and Cece were watching like some show or something or a YouTube video or something like that. But they were saying like, there's your ride or die friends. And then there's the like, okay, like I want to help, but uh, also what's going on? Mm-hmm. Oh, this, no, we were talking about this earlier. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. I was like, why do I not remember specific? <laughs> we were talking about this earlier. And uh, I was just like, yeah, no, I'm just ride or die. Like there's no like, what's yeah, going on? I'm just like, yeah, I'm, f- I'm in. I yeah. don't care. <laughs> this is a uh, this is the thing that she does though is she'll try to tell you a story but be super non-specific about it. Like I was trying to tell her about a friend of mine last night and she goes, "Oh, was that the the guy? The guy?" <laughs> and I was like, "Uh, most of my friends are guys. I'm going to need you to be more specific about the guy." <laughs> the guy? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. There was a peek into our friendship. We're just as stupid in person as we sound over the podcast. Dude, my brain last night was rough. It was going dude, through some things. Same, my dude. Uh, some memorable quotes are... Uh, <laughs> that shit don't make right. That shit don't make right. Um, also, that tummy is so fuzzy, it should be illegal that I can't pet it. Someone call the FBI. Yeah, uh, I forgot how to spell subtle. And I was really looking at it. And then I looked at Morgan and I was like, I forgot that subtle had a B in it. And I was just looking at it and I was trying to say that shit don't make sense or that shit doesn't look right. But what came out of my mouth was that shit don't don't make make right. right. And I was like, what the hell? But you weren't wrong. That shit don't make right. (laughs) That shit don't make right. I hate myself. (laughs) Or uh, show me on the doll where Jurassic World hurt you. (laughs) We're just like this all the time. Yeah, this is this is us. It's fine. This is fine. We're okay. (sighs) So, on January sixteenth of nineteen ninety one, Eileen confessed to the murders. Uh, She claimed that the men had tried to rape her and she had killed them all in self defense. So this is where my theory with this comes in. I think. That the first one was legitimately self-defense. And then she was like, And then she was like, oh, this shit be hitting different. And then started luring really shitty men. Exactly. And then, like, killing them under the guise of, like, oh, he tried to rape me, so it was self-defense. Well, and it's, like, a bonus because, like, you get to keep all of their belongings, like, their money or whatever else. Yeah. Um, You don't have to have sex with them. And then on top of that, obviously, she's been brutalized by men her whole life. Like, it gives you the ultimate power over men. And specifically, to men that are shitty. Like, she's picking out, like, bad men. Like, not yeah. good men specifically. You know what I mean? So, it gives you that ultimate domination over, like, these shitty men who would hurt you. I'm gonna need you to not make murder sound so tasty. That was really supposed to be an explanation, not an encouragement. Um... I don't condone murder. I uh, I was just explaining. <laughs> I'm just saying. I've been hanging out or I've been talking to my cousins too much because I just said I need you to make murder not sound so tasty. I was going to gloss over that, but I, I was going to let it slide. I wasn't. 
<laughs> that's what uh, that's what my cousin says all the time. Like I was talking to her about colleges the other day because she's 17. So she's getting ready to go to college. And she was like, well, you know, this college in Oregon do be looking tasty. And I'm like, the fuck? Do be looking tasty, though. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I can't keep up with all this slang. I feel so old. Right? I feel ancient when I talk to them. Yeah, I fucking I saw this post the other day of just Gen Z like roasting millennials. And I was like, I, I can't. I can't argue. Not even wrong. Like, all of them were like, yeah, yeah, no, that's right. that's fair. <laughs> so, yeah, she confessed everything. A year later, on January 14th of 92, she went to trial for the murder of Mallory. Um, and usually, previous convictions are not admissible in criminal trials. But right. Florida has the Williams rule. And that allows prosecution to present previous crimes that either were completely charged out or are outstanding um and they're allowed to use that as like evidence related to the crime that she's being tried for is like hey look this person this person this person has a pattern of illegal activity like they're a real shitty person we're not surprised that you know she fucking yeah that honestly like that makes sense it's like, a lot I, more I, eloquent because nobody in court saying yeah you know we're not surprised that she just fucking uh i do i do get why like i I could see where that could be unfair but it also does seem kind of like valid Mm -hmm. like it's like okay this person stole a car well it's a lot different if they just stole a car or if you're like hey this is the 12th time they've been charged with grand theft auto like Mm -hmm. we should probably like stop letting them out Yeah. yeah so like it seems like it's kind of relevant it's weird but anyways continue uh so on january 27th uh she was convicted of mallory's murder with the help of morse testimony and at the sentencing psychiatrists for the defense testified that uh eileen was mentally unstable who's surprised uh and she was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder and antisocial personality disorder none of that still don't understand what antisocial personality disorder is i need to look into that it uh it's basically just like you have a problem like it's it's not it's more than just like not really being able to communicate it's you're not really able to communicate and you don't want to gotcha like you don't really want to understand the people around you it's like it's very similar to being like a sociopath like most like sociopaths like psychopaths okay like that. so it kind of like goes hand in hand it's kind of like the new because they actually got rid of like uh psychopathy is still a thing obviously mm-hmm. but like uh the word sociopath like that's not actually like in the dsm oh okay five or so anything. It like got they it. took it out so it's basically like they're it's basically the same as antisocial personality they're very similar gotcha okay i'll look more into it because there's probably like some differences that i'm not remembering off the top of my head no, but i do valid. know that they're like similar so this was a case where she was sentenced to death don't know why i said it like that death death she sentenced to death uh, and then doesn't she get z- zapped yeah. it? okay that's what i thought i think we used her last words i think we did for that i for that actually forgot that that episode, episode that happened until you said that. honestly same it like bubbled out of a really deep part of my soul <laughs> i'll have to go back and listen to it. i totally forgot about that episode like completely i love it because like the, the last meal thing cracks me up like this is this is this is it this is what you, this was your last words. I hope I my asked last for words SpaghettiOs are... and I got spaghetti. I just want the press to know this. <laughs> oh, bitch. You know what I just thought of? What? Because I've been drawing so much. Oh, no. If you think I'm not about to make a fucking sticker out of that. <laughs> you got me fucked up. Also, y'all should give me feedback because that's really that's a really good idea. I could open like a red bubble store. Oh, and like yeah. I know how to make like stickers really easy. Like, like stickers and stuff. Yeah. Because we could obviously like have the merch store yeah. like separate, but then like have the little sticker store. Yeah. Because I feel like red bubble just like they have really good quality and they're really fast. I'm and, here like, for everything. that. Okay. Anyways. Anywho. Moving on. Anywho. So then on March 31st of 92, she pleaded no contest to the murders of Humphrey, Burress, and Spears. 
No contest is the weirdest concept to me. Right. You're basically just saying like, yeah, I did it. I'm not going to say that I did it, but uh, I'm not going to say that I didn't do it. <laughs> but uh, I ain't going to be saying that though. Because <laughs> if you use no contest, like you did it. Right. Like, there's, like we all know did, you did it. But I'm not saying I didn't. Like, why does that exist? But uh, she she put in that plea because she, quote, wanted to get right with God. I mean, if you if you are going to, I mean, I guess, like, mm-hmm. you're going to die anyway. So it doesn't really matter if you confess to the other ones or not. Like, yeah. And then she, <laughs> there was also, um, so during this plea hearing, is that, yeah, that's yeah. what I want to call it. Um, Her statement to the court. Why am I? <sighs> I feel that in my soul. I swear I know how to speak. Um, But her statement to the court was, quote, I wanted to confess to you that Richard Mallory did violently rape me, as I've told you. But these others did not. They only began to start to. So basically, like, they tried to hit on her. Yeah. And, she and then was she was like, like, bam, bam, bam. Which is probably exactly what she was waiting for. Oh, yeah. She was, she was just literally waiting for, waiting for them to... Yeah. Come so after her. then on May 15th uh, of 92, she was given three more uh, death sentences for those three murders. <sighs> that shit this is so unnecessary. Yeah, you're going to kill me four times. Like, just. Right. I, I guess, w- though, like, they can't, like, it could be so they can't, like, wiggle out of yeah. it, too. Because it's like, even if you get pardoned, like, you only get pardoned for one at a time. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So. Like, you're either going to die of natural causes because it's going to take forever to get pardoned or you're going to die. Right. So I guess it kind of makes sense because yeah. that way she can't, like, weasel her way out of it at the last minute. Right. Uh, and then if June of June, in uh, June of, of 92, June. Uh, she pleaded guilty to the murder of Car- Carskaden. Sure. I'm genuinely surprised you tried that again. Yeah, so I am wouldn't I. have. I really, I looked at it and I was like, mm. Uh, and then in November of 92, she received her fifth death sentence. Um, he says, <sighs> okay, five is like excessive. Yeah. <laughs> like I get like wanting, like confessing totally, like have those families have closure. Right. Like that is the le- like really the only thing she can do at this point. You know what I mean? To not be a, a total shitty person. But, like, do you really need to go through the whole trial thing and, like, sentencing her again and, like, all, like... Yeah. Come on. So, I don't know why I did this in this order, because I suck. Um, We're going to talk about Mallory for a second, who was that first one that she killed. Right. Because uh, this is going to kind of further my point of, like, I wholeheartedly believe that this first one with Mallory was... Because he was the one that was a convicted rapist, right? Yeah. So this is where we're going to kind of talk about his history. I don't know why I did this so dumb, but here I am. So Mallory had been tried for intent to commit rape in Maryland. um, And he had been committed to a maximum security correctional facility that uh, provided like a rehabilitation for sex offenders. Which I don't believe that there's rehabilitation for that, but that's just my own personal belief. (laughs) I mean, it's it's. A psychological fact. We've done a lot yeah. of studies. Sexual like rehabilitation like that it's is not, not very effective. No. It depends on what it depends on what they're Do you want to know what is gonna be effective is. to uh sex offenders? Cutting off their dick. Cause you yeah. can't. Because it really depends on what it is. Like pedophilia, like it's it's really almost impossible. Like Because you can't have sex with things you shouldn't be having sex with if you don't have a dick. Mm, I mean you can still molest people though. Mm. That's true. You can you can't do everything, but you could definitely still traumatize some people pretty bad. So we can cut off dicks and all of their fingers, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> if there was just Reasons. a whole legion of stump men just well, then out you're, there. Because then you're gonna know I they're mean, going to be very easily. I'm not arguing with it. I just, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> I feel if, like this is a valid option. If that did not have to go through like police. Like that, like, you know what I mean? In like other countries where they'll do like, which honor killings are fucked up, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they'll, or they'll like, they'll like cut off someone's hand because they stole shit, like stuff like that. Can you imagine how many men would not have fingers right now? So goddamn many. If you had the authority to cut all of the fingers off of a man so who did that many. shit, so half of America many. would be eunuchs right now. So many. And if you're offended right now, 
good. You should you should take a look at why. Yeah. If you're offended by what we just said, maybe take a look in the mirror. Moving on. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, he was in that institution from 1958 to 1962. Uh, he was committed for treatment and observation resulting from a criminal... Bleh, from a criminal charge of assault with intent to rape and received an overall eight years of treatment. Treatment. I... I, I know why it's titled that. And once again, it, it's very descriptive, but I don't like the name of that charge at all. I don't know why, but intent, assault with intent to rape. Intent to rape sounds really intimidating. Yeah, it does. I, do, I don't like that. I didn't realize it until after It's a weird way to it. phrase it. <laughs> like, I get like there's a rape, like he was yeah. trying to like, but just saying he was trying to rape someone doesn't sound as scary as like intent to rape. Like, oh, oh God. Yeah. So there there was also a quote from one of his psychiatrists where it was like, uh, so we've observed that Mr. Mallory uh, has possessed strong sociopathic tendencies. Oh, good. <laughs> good guy. And I was like, you know, that's that's the most psychiatrist way of saying like this dude's a fucking asshole. Yeah, he sucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he sucks. So the defense tried to admit this to court as evidence that, like, right, this that she was doing it was self defense. They're like, look, he's got a really shitty history. Like, he's been known to try to rape people, which is valid. Like, that's uh, totally valid. They're right. And the judge was like, no, fuck you, and denied the request for a retrial. <laughs> it was actually pretty fucked up. Like, I mean, d- don't get me wrong. Like, she probably would have got mean, death and all the other ones. So it wouldn't have changed at anything. At this point, but it's like, kind of valid, though. Because, like, your girl's already got five death penalties against her. But, like, technically, they should all be tried differently. So, That's like, true. in that one, it probably really was self-defense. Yeah. And the other ones, it wasn't. So, technically, I feel like she should have gotten a different charge for that one. Yeah. Like I said, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, but in hindsight, it really doesn't matter. But... It's still not that fair. I think that kind of helps further that point of, like, that first one was definitely, like, I mean, I'm not going to say definitely because I don't know. But I feel like that first one was very likely, yeah. Like, first, like, that one might be legitimately self-defense. And then she was like, oh, this should be hitting different. Exactly. And then went off and killed six more people. (laughs) (sighs) And then in February of 93, she pleaded guilty to the murder of Antonio and was sentenced to death again. Just stop. Um, (laughs) Stop doing trials. (laughs) Like, you're just wasting everyone's money. Right. And then no charges were brought against her for the murder of Seams uh, because, you know, no body, no crime. That's fair, but I'm just saying, having your fucking handprint in the car of someone who's never been seen again, and their car was abandoned, is a little sketchy. I'll agree with you, it's sketchy, but in the eyes of the court, that's not enough to go for a murder conviction. I, w- I feel like she just got really lucky with that, because it's not like she was like dragging them off, really, yeah, just- or like... Honestly, hiding them or concealing them in any way, really. Uh, when did Seams die again? Uh, missing in June. And then his car was found in July. So, yeah. I mean, June, July in Florida. Like, that shit probably decomped real quick. Or got eaten by a gator. Yeah, that's fair. If she was just, like, in the right area. Because it's obviously, like, um, it's not like she really tried to hide them. And she isn't. Like, yeah, that big of a woman, she probably just literally cannot, like, drag them away right. and conceal them. Yeah, especially leaving Jupiter and then his car was found in Orange Springs. But if he yeah. was just far enough off of the road, you know what I mean? Like, and like you said, like, dep- like it's Florida. So, like, yeah. if he was just off the road in, like, a swamp, like, yeah, you may never find him, you know? I think that one, she just got incredibly lucky. lucky I and agree. some critters, like, snatched it up before they can do anything <sighs> so yeah she was never charged for that one um but in all she received six death sentences you know you're very special when you get six separate death sentences right <laughs> jesus um so throughout this the entirety of this thing 
she told a lot of very inconsistent stories about the killing. Who's surprised? Um, like she initially claimed that all seven men had raped her while she was working as a prostitute, but then like later retracted that and was like, no, it was self-defense. Um, saying that like they were trying to rob her. <sighs> she just could not decide on. Yeah, if you reason. watch the documentary, like you'll see, like even in one conversation, literally from like sentence to sentence, she'll just like wildly flip flop between things. It's yeah, ridiculous. That was my next point. Was uh during an interview with uh Nick Broomfield, who was one of the filmmakers for that documentary. Uh, <laughs> she had a moment where like I guess she thought the cameras were off, and she was like, "Yeah, you know, it in fact was all self defense." Um. But she could not stand being on death row. And she had been for 10 years at that point and like told him that she wanted to die. <laughs> like she like she was like, yeah, you know, it was all self-defense. And, you know, I did I did kill them, but it was in self-defense. But, you know, at this point, I just don't fucking care. I just want to die. And you're like. No, like I get it, though, ma'am. <laughs> like if I was ever like sentenced to death, like I'd be like, OK, can we just like do it now? Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't, like, what what would be the, like, I don't want to sit in basically solitary for the next 20 fucking years waiting okay. for you to kill me. Like, let's just, let's just do it now. Also, personal opinion, you can agree or disagree with the death penalty. I don't really care what you think. That's your opinion. This is mine. It's fine. <laughs> um, but I, I miss the days. I miss the days. Like, I was alive for these Free. days. It happened hundreds <laughs> of years ago. I was just call you out for that. <laughs> But, like, I feel like when you, like, go through your trial, obviously trials are better quote unquote. now. Um, but, like, and you were, like, sentenced to death, it would be, like, mm-hmm. very soon. Like, within, at the very, very most, like, a couple of months. But usually, like, immediately or, like, within a couple of days. And I feel like that's so much more of a deterrent. Right. Because, like, right now, it's like, yeah, if I go out and kill 12 people and get the death penalty, I'm still probably going to be alive for, like, 25 years just chilling. Right. Or just end up dying of natural causes anyways. Like, that's not a deterrent from behavior. But if I know if I do this thing... That I'm going to die in a couple days. ...string me up two days from now, way more of a deterrent. Like, I would absolutely not do that. That fucking country that, like, guillotined that guy, despite the fact that it was, like, the 1920s or 30s. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, my God. Formal petition to bring back the guillotine. France keeps trying, and I admire it. You know, I'm here for it. (laughs) So this is just a little fun tidbit of information that I want you to extrapolate on. I can't believe I just used the word extrapolate real casually, but, you know, here we are. I'm proud of it. So they assessed her using the psychopathy checklist. Mm Mm-hmm. The psychopathy checklist. She got a 32 out of 40. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That does not surprise me. But I'm guessing that's not good. <laughs> I'm guessing that's kind of an indicator that she might be a psychopath. <laughs> Is it bad that I want to take it now? No, because I also want to take it now. Brief intermission. <laughs> so we found it. <laughs> and we took it. I only got an 8 out of 40. I don't think I'm a psychopath. I have the potential to get there. But as it stands, I'm not a psychopath. Morgan, on the other hand. I got a 24. (laughs) Out of 40. Uh, But 30 and up is what deems you as a psychopath. So I'm (laughs) still in the safe zone. (laughs) You're like right on the cusp. (laughs) Uh, It was a good thing I was a good child. Because that would have pushed it over the edge. But it's okay. I'm good. <laughs> I function well. <laughs> Though some of them I was like, this is also like my other mental disorders. Like some of them were like, yeah, if you're, you're like tight, like you get bored easily or you need yeah. a lot of stimulation. Like I have ADHD. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, dude. Duh. <laughs> or like, um, like the shallow affect, like that can be part of like having like ADHD is like there's just so much going on in my head that like I can't always like express my emotions that well because yeah. there's just like so much to process at once okay 
I'll give myself a nine out of 40 because that one I was kind of like, I can really emotionally detach myself from situations really quick and that's like not great. Or like sometimes I'll even like be talking to like friends and like I very am genuinely interested in what they're saying or like mm-hmm. I'm upset for them or like whatever, but like I can't that, that physically like express <laughs> it. Yeah. That's why I like make sure to like verbally be like, yeah, like, okay. Like so people can tell that I'm like acknowledging what they're saying because mm-hmm. i know that my face is not always doing things yes. no. <laughs> my my face uh everybody thinks i'm mad at them and i'm not oof that was a hiccup anyway so uh she was imprisoned at the florida department of corrections broward correctional institution that's a name <laughs> uh which has a death row specifically for women and then she was transferred to the florida state prison for execution she tried to appeal in 96, but it was denied. <sighs> and then <laughs> she wrote this fantastic letter. Would you like to know what she wrote? Yes. I love it. It's my favorite part. So she wrote, quote, I killed those men, robbed them as cold as ice, and I'd do it again, too. There's no chance in keeping me alive or anything because I'd kill again. I have hate crawling through my system. I'm so sick of hearing this she's crazy stuff. I've been evaluated so many times. I'm competent, sane, and I'm trying to tell the truth. I'm one who seriously hates human life and would kill again. <laughs> I was not ex- I was not expecting that little twist at the end. Mm-hmm. So her attorneys were like, please, nobody take her seriously. She's not mentally competent to make that, to like write that. She was like, nah, dude, I'm fine. I said, th- I said what I said. And I said it with my whole chest. That shit do make right though. <laughs> that shit do make right though. Uh, uh, I would hate to be her lawyer. I don't know how she even managed to hold on to lawyers. I'd be like, dog, you got to represent yourself. No one wants to work with you. Yeah. I can't imagine <sighs> trying to defend her. She just says the most off the wall shit. Like she just says some just even when she it's not really about like do. the murders, like just like she just says some. Shit. Oh, that's just weird. You mean like in 2002 when she began uh, accusing CEOs? Began. <laughs> Shut up. Began accusing CEOs of throwing food, dirt, saliva and urine at her. How and does throw urine at someone? You know? I guess in a cup. Yeah. Uh, And then she also claimed that she overheard conversations among the CEOs about them trying to push her to the brink so she'd commit suicide before her execution and how they also wanted to rape her before her execution. You mean crazy shit like that? Like that? (laughs) You know, I have a hard time knowing how I feel about that because I genuinely could see... First of all, I could see her just saying anything. Just literally saying anything. It doesn't matter. Like, the words that come out of her mouth don't have to be true. Like, she just says anything. But at the same time, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be the first time something like that had happened in oh, a person. No. no, no, no. And it also wouldn't really <sighs> surprise me. Because also, they know that she's crazy and that no one is going to take her seriously. Yeah, those CEOs, man, they can't be trusted. So, I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah. Uh, She also complained about the strip searches, uh, how tightly she was being handcuffed, uh, how CEOs would kick her door in. Um, They would frequently, because, you know, like they've got the little window thing to like check on you. Um, She would complain that they would frequently check the window. Uh, How dare they look in the window and do their job? She complained about low water pressure in the prison, which like go off. At least you had um, water pressure. She said that there was mildew on her mattress and she would get cat called all the time by the COs. Um, if you've ever seen Eileen Wernos, I can guarantee you that that no. one is not true. <laughs> uh, she threatened to boycott showers and food if certain officers were on duty. Because she was just like, nah, fuck them. None of this is surprising me. Yeah, no, she was <sighs> she's a <laughs> I just can't imagine like even in a prison like it's crazy to me that even like in a prison scenario like there's just some people that you just can't control like why are they still like some people that just seem to like somehow beat the system like she's part of it but still like gave them hell at literally every point 
Like, that takes some resolve I don't have. So her... (laughs) I love her so much. Her final on-camera words, because we have, like, her last words to the camera and then, like, her actual, actual last words. Right. But the last thing she said to a camera was, thanks a lot, society, for railroading my ass. (laughs) There are genuinely tears in my eyes. (laughs) That uh, I don't know what I expected, but that was so much more beautiful than I expected. Ah, <laughs> uh, if I die and I don't have some last words like that, I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again. Doing it again. <laughs> oh man. So. Uh, her last meal, you know, she was given a budget of $20 for her last meal and she just wanted a cup of coffee, which, you know, I kind of feel that on my soul. I'm not going to lie. I feel it. And then her last words for anybody who didn't listen to that episode, we're going to remind you because they're my favorite. Oh no. I don't remember. Oh, you're gonna. (laughs) So her last words were, yes, I would like... I would just like to say I'm sailing with the rock and I'll be back like Independence Day with Jesus. June 6th, like the movie. Big mothership and all. I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> I do. I do remember that. And I'm still disappointed that she didn't say the end in a Terminator voice. I'll be, be back. back. <laughs> because that would be f- chef's kiss. <laughs> So she became the 10th woman in the country to be executed and the second in Florida. Hmm. And then, you know, the rest is history. She was cremated. Uh, Her ashes were spread beneath a tree here in Michigan. Don't know what tree, but just a tree. Just somewhere in Michigan. There is a tree (laughs) that was supposed to be a joke and it turned into a fact. Yeah, there is a tree in Michigan somewhere. Uh, And then there was the documentary with her interviews. And then there was another one with this couple that, like, adopted her while she was in prison. If I remember that dynamic correctly. I'm pretty sure they, like, adopted her, which... Uh, I feel like I actually remember that. Yeah. Somewhere deep, deep in my memory. (laughs) The just like repressed memory of like oh yeah there's a yeah that's weird don't do that so yeah that's the story of Eileen Warnos <laughs> for all of her crazy psychotic yikes on bikes <laughs> I simultaneously hate that you made me listen to any of that but also <laughs> I still somehow love her because she's just so fucking weird. She's so weird. So fucking weird, dude. I've never, ever in my life come close to meeting someone as, like, seeing someone as weird as she fucking is. She's just fully committed to her narrative. Fully committed. (laughs) Fucking sailing on a rock back like Independence Day. (laughs) June 6th. (coughs) Huge fucking mothership, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like I've said a couple of times, I definitely... I. I think that first one was legitimately self-defense, but... I agree with you. Yeah. The the rest of those, like, that was just her being like, ooh, this should be hidden different. Let me find some more shitty men who will solicit me for sex, and then just bam, 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 bam. And then you just eat them off as mortal coil. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm going to set a record for how many times I can say yeet in one episode. <laughs> Uh, you know, I think we just need to call it. The Lord eateth and he yoinketh away. <laughs> we just need to call it. <laughs> uh, so you guys know the drill. Our Facebook page. We have a Facebook group. If you want to come hang out, post some spooky shit. Uh, bitches and Murders podcast group. Mm-hmm. And then basically everything else is Bitches and Murders podcast. Except With for Twitter. Because they're yeah. little bitches. And little uh, bitches. that's at, at, at and, and Murders. Yeah. Which is... Hard to say out loud, weirdly enough. Uh, don't forget to join our Patreon because our Patreon gives you an exclusive link to our Discord where you can come hang out and chit chat and do some more spooky shit. It's just a little bit more personal because I check on that a lot more than I do the other stuff. Yeah, uh, I feel that. 
I had a train of thought, but I lost it. Oh, I have a thing. Oh, we have a thing. I I have a thing, I guess, but mm-hmm. I'll say it here because why not? Um, I got chosen to be a brand ambassador for a brand called That Sounds Gay. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> <laughs> so who's fucking surprised? Nobody. Uh, but, uh, if you look them up on Instagram, it's that sounds gay, but there's no A in that. So it's like THT. Um, they have super cute clothes. Uh, obviously it's pride month. This is like the best time to buy. And if you use my code, you can get 30% off and it's, a. I do, I do have to say this out loud. It's thick and Morty, (laughs) (laughs) but it's T H I C C and and then Morty with three Y's. So it's T-H-I-C-C-A-N-D-M-O-R-T-Y-Y-Y. I am indeed asking why. <laughs> Which is how I feel after saying that out loud. Yeah, you should. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, do all of the things. Follow all the stuff. Come on our Patreon. And uh, stay spooky. But not so spooky that your Instagram is thick and Morty. <laughs> stay spooky, but... Not so says nerdy bog witch. (laughs) (laughs) I feel it in my soul. I don't. I all of all of this. Stay spooky, but not so spooky that your last on camera words are thanks society for railroading my ass. Stay spooky, but not so spooky that you ever say the phrase railroading my ass. (laughs) Just don't don't say that. Don't say it, but definitely don't say it on camera. That, that's how I feel. Uh, stay spooky, but not so spooky that you kill somebody in self-defense and then be like, oh, this should be hidden different and then kill six more people. Not that spooky. Yeah. Maybe just don't kill people. Yeah. Maybe just don't do that. Don't put that on. Don't put that on us. Don't kill people. Don't do it. Uh, so s- keep it spooky. <laughs> to, like my clap that was not even in the microphone. <laughs> stay spooky, guys. <laughs> Just, just stay spooky. <laughs> oh no. <laughs>